Welcome to Small Acts of Living, a podcast that helps you find balance using Ayurveda. So here we are, the first podcast for Small Acts of Living. I'm really excited actually because I've always wanted to do a podcast and I just thought even though I'm so bad at technology, anyone that knows me knows how bad I am with tech. I think it took me literally about five years to upgrade from an iPhone 5 and I think I'm only on iPhone 8 which apparently isn't very modern Uh, but I thought I'd just throw myself in the deep end and go for it because I'm really passionate about Ayurveda and um, I'd really like to be able to translate it in a really easy to understand way. That's the kind of the point of this podcast actually. It's trying to show that although Ayurveda seems complicated at first, actually its concepts make so much sense, so much logical sense. And I really wanted to try to translate what can seem a bit complicated into something that's really simple to understand and something that everybody can can add to their day to day. Now, if you're someone who's just discovered Ayurveda and you're feeling a bit overwhelmed with it, please be patient and and stick with it because it is the most amazing science, but I totally get it. When I first studied it, I was totally overwhelmed. There's so much to learn, the intricacies of the diet, your constitution, everything is in Sanskrit, and it can just feel really alien. And actually, at the end of the day, it's basically a relearning of everything that we've been taught about food and diet and lifestyle. So it can feel really kind of intimidating. I can personally say that Ayurveda has such an amazing impact on health. I have seen really, really positive impacts, not just on my own clients, but also I can feel it in myself. I really feel the positive changes and it's a really interesting one because it's subtle changes. So for example, anyone who meets me now will quite often say that I'm quite calm and I really believe that that is because of the effect of Ayurveda and I just, I can really notice the differences. So I feel really passionate to just share this information with as many people as I can in a simple to understand way. I wanted to start out by my first small acts of living tip, which is to replace your morning coffee with a glass of warm water. Now I know for every coffee drinker out there, that sounds like an absolute nightmare. Um, I get it. I used to drink coffee every morning and I loved it. I loved the smell. I loved the ritual. I just, I didn't actually feel like myself until I'd woken up and had a, a cup of coffee. And I think that's a feeling lots of people can relate to. But if you are a vata or pitta constitution, then you are more likely to have dryness in your body anyway. So if you're waking up in the morning and having a cup of coffee, the bitter and astringent taste of the coffee mean that it's going to add to the dryness in your body. Now, dryness can kind of show up in the body in lots of different ways. In the mind, it can be anything from fear or anxiety or restlessness. And in the body, it can be anything from dry skin to dry lips to dry mouth to arthritis, joint pain, constipation, gas and bloating. So if you're experiencing any of those and you're the kind of person that wakes up and has a coffee or maybe even two or three cups of coffee before you go to work, then it's worth just reconsidering how you start your day. I would advise to wake up and have a glass of warm water before you start your day. This is because in your gut, when you sleep, you have undigested food that's left over from the night before. And in order to keep your channels clear, you need to flush that, what we call toxins, out of your body. 
So the way to do that is by having a glass of warm water, which also helps to stimulate your appetite. And it's really interesting because I've had quite a few clients who wake up, have a glass, have a cup of coffee, and then they go to work and they say they don't get hungry until around, you know, 12 or 1. But the interesting thing is, once they've switched to warm water, they actually start getting hungrier in the morning, which is such a good sign. It's a really, really good sign that the body is functioning properly and that your channels are clear and it's ready to eat and it's ready to digest food. So if you want to try and get your metabolism back into a good place, having a coffee, I know most people do it because maybe they don't want to eat breakfast or maybe they want to lose weight or they want to suppress the metabolism. But actually, the best way to do it is to get your metabolism going in the morning, which is to drink warm water. One other tip, if you are gonna drink coffee, is to always drink it after you have your breakfast. So like I said, if you're drinking coffee in the morning, you're not only drying out the system, but you're instantly stressing it out with a stimulant. And what I mean by that is, coffee can increase inflammation in the body, which is often the result of stress. So if you're waking up in the morning, having a cup of coffee, then you're going to the gym, you're adding stress to your body doing that as well. Then you're going to work and having a kind of stressful day. By the time you get home, your body is quite aggravated from all of this sort of stressful morning activity. So the best thing that you can do is to either drink your coffee after you've eaten, which means you kind of have the barrier of your food in your gut that might protect your body a little bit more. Or you can add a sprinkling of cardamom into your coffee, which takes away the kind of anxiety effects that it might have. Or just always drink a glass of warm water first. Interestingly, if you're a kapha constitution, which means you have more earth and water elements in your body, then sometimes a coffee can actually be good for your metabolism because your metabolism is naturally slower than a vata or pitta's metabolism might be. So if you do fancy a coffee and you're a kapha constitution, again, it could actually help speed up your digestion, but always have it after breakfast. Something that I can often struggle with as an Ayurvedic practitioner is you kind of feel like the fun police sometimes because usually it's what people love the most that can cause them the most imbalance in their body. So I'm not necessarily saying you have to give up coffee. It's just about really trying to zone in to how your body's responding. So maybe just try to check in with yourself. What's my digestion like? What does my mind feel like after I drunk the coffee? Am I sweating? Do I feel anxious? Or maybe am I needing to run to the toilet? All these signs are kind of telling you that there's something not right. So just really be in tune and Maybe one week you can, say, cut your coffees down. So if you're the kind of person that's having, say, three coffees before work, cut it down to one. Maybe the next week, have the coffee after your breakfast. Maybe in the next couple of days, maybe don't have the coffee and just see how you can make it work for you. And that's all for the first podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I'm really excited to continue to share this amazing knowledge with you guys. I hope I can do it justice and translate it into an easy way for everybody to understand. And I look forward to seeing you on the rest of the journey.